Well, yes, I believe it was Tolstoy who said... Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't see you there. Welcome to the Sutek podcast for week 10 of the I'm, semester. I'm Finn, and this is, as always, is my co-host Harvey. Harvey Globetrotter Esquire, thank you very much. The third? Yes, the you third. You are the third of your name, after all. Indeed. I knew your father he was a good man. He was a fine man, until he got the pox. Yes. And we had to shoot him. <laughs> Due to his madness... True to his madness. He the, the, the malaise mind. of the mind. The malaise of the mind. Anyway, on this week's podcast, we have grown weary of the complaints that the Sutek podcast is a, a low-crass institution within the Sutek community. Every week, we discuss how the podcast has reached a new low, I believe. It's true. So this week, we seek to elevate the material. That so we for those of you who prefer a more base material, then yes. I believe that you should turn off right now. Uh, because this shall only have enlightened, intelligent discussion Indeed. about matters relating to those of brighter minds. Or perhaps the fact that I'm speaking in an English accent. Not a very good one. No, Not I, a very I agree. Good one at all, but your, your English accent is quite frightful, in fact. Quite frightful? Frightful. The fact that it is an English accent will elevate any material that we're talking about, I believe. I, I agree. Yes. So we'll see, we shall see how this goes. Indeed. All right, first topic of the week. I postulate that ladies' bosoms are awesome. On this matter, we are agreed. Huzzah! Sis! <laughs> well, that, that was an interesting foray. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe we should just cut to the, the song for this week. Yeah. Get it, get it together. Alright. <clears throat> Tis the Sutek podcast. With Finn and Harvey. And no special guest. So there is no chance that it shall be a lady. For that would be most frightful for members of the opposite gender to be in the same room together, especially if they are unmarried. Indeed. So yes, topics that we are discussing this week. Steam is having a sale of some kind, I believe. I believe it would be more apt to refer to it as a free giveaway. A free giveaway. A free giveaway. Indeed, of which game? Of one of the most celebrated games, the game of puzzles and and delightful conundrums, the game known as Portal. Ah, oh, Portal. I believe I played that game on my last visit to the colonies. Really? Which colonies did you visit? Bring, did you bring civilization to the outer reaches? We brought civilization to the savages, whether they liked it or not. Excellent work. Yes, I went mad with power. Like Albert Schweitzer. <laughs> that, that is also a frightful man. He was a frightful man. So the closet reason we've been speaking in a British accent so far this week is because if you've been following the news at all... And you should have. You should have. There has been an election recently in Great Britain. Yes, a, an election has led to a hung parliament that has vexed the minds of the British public for several days. Oh no, there's a solution now. There's a solution now, really. Yes, the Conservatives and the Liberal Democrats have formed Britain's first ever coalition government. Really? Indeed. David Cameron, the leader of the Conservative Party, has become Prime Minister, and the new Deputy Prime Minister is Nick Clegg, the leader of the Liberal Democrats. What kind of ramifications do you think this has for British government? Oh, well, you might say that they're strange bedfellows, the Conservatives and the Liberal Democrats, many members of each party coming from opposite ends of the political spectrum. Oh, mm -hmm. scandalous. Oh, yes. yeah. You might even call them strange bedfellows. I just said that I twice, believe you didn't did, I? yes. Yes, well, that's how important it, is, important it is. It's a very important metaphor. They are strange bedfellows as opposed to, say, 
Odd the, bedfellows? No, not odd. Like, if it was a Labour and Liberal Democrats coalition, we'd call that marginally peculiar bedfellows. I, I see how that would be apt. Yes. So, the new government has started with a degree of, uh, what's the word, optimism. There's been much rhetoric about how this coalition government, a forced cooperation between two different parties, will bring about a new style of government in Britain. Your accent's slipping. It is slipping. I'm not very good at it. Anyway, um, I have reviewed many of the speeches that have been given in the parliament and the cabinet. And how would you judge them? How would I judge them? Well, I don't know much about politics, but I do know this. If anyone thinks that the Liberal Democrats and the Conservatives can properly cooperate for five years, they're in for a rude shock. A very rude shock. When everything comes tumbling down. Yes, everything will come tumbling down and there'll be some sort of election again. Like, (laughs) what's it called? Double dissolution? Or is that just in Australia? I don't know. It's British Parliament. British Parliament. Why are we talking about this on a geek show about a club at the University of Sydney? Because it has ramifications for the University of Sydney. Really? What ramifications does it have, then? Well, hang on, I can do this. Can you, really? I can. I can see, like, the the veins in your neck bulging from the effort. I must find logical connection. (laughs) Any Suteka wishing to travel to England should know... Who the Prime Minister is, otherwise they look stupid. Can't they just look up on the internet? To continue on with this week's theme of elevating the material in the Sutech podcast, we have searched the internet far and wide to discover what many websites are calling the greatest fanfiction ever written. As you all know, fanfic is generally an internet genre that is filled with crass and crude material written by the baser elements of society, Indeed. uneducated troglodytes who really should not be put in front of a, a computer monitor. Quite. Now, the, we've, this fanfiction in particular has received strong recommendations from a variety of websites, such as Wikipedia... Encyclopedia Dramatica. And our very own Sutek forums. And our very own Sutek forums. Where it has graced the best of the web thread. Yes, the best of the web. Apparently this fanfic is so brilliant that it's found its own website. It's called My Immortal. Who is the author of this revolutionary piece? Um, The author... I've forgotten her name for the moment. It's written by Tara Gillespie. Here is a reading from My Immortal. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementio Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. <laughs> With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee. <laughs> if you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was, because he's a major fucking hottie. <laughs> I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh, <laughs> I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, and black, uh, black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red eyeshadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, and there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my m- middle finger at them. Hey, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. 
What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing, he said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me, and I had to go away. Thus ends the first chapter of My Immortal. <laughs> Personally, what I like about this series is that it brings what I feel as a darker, more mature turn to a generally light-hearted children's series. Indeed. It's... Yeah, the Harry Potter books are renowned for their in- complete lack of, you know, dark themes, um, overall descriptions, like, overall never-ending descriptions of what the characters are wearing without any real insight into who they are as people. And I've, all, I've often felt, reading the Harry Potter books, like... Something was missing, yeah, wasn't Yeah, I, w- I wanted to know where Hermione was shopping. Where did she... Well, she wasn't wearing black, so I wasn't that interested. But, but like, she was wearing, like, black robes, so, you know, I, I, I think it's good to see a little bit of depth, a little bit of variety, without departing from that very central theme of blackness. Yes. Anyway, I've read over My Immortal a few times, and the story does progress a lot from there. I think it gets better every time you read it. Yeah, it, it does. Um, I believe Ebony goes on to lose her fertility uh, to Draco Malfoy. Hey, hey, fertility is important, okay? Yeah. Matilda is very important to a young witch. It is. And um, Albus Dumbledore um, interrupts them while they're doing the deed by yelling out, What the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? <laughs> um, uh, a love triangle uh, develops between Ebony, Draco, and Vampire Potter. That's right. Harry Potter has been renamed Vampire Potter in these books. <laughs> Um, and Hermione, I think her new name is Raven. I think they've inserted one of her friends, and I believe her first appearance has a lengthy description of everything Raven's wearing, then the sentence, but she's not that important (laughs) to the story. Well, look, people, just because you're not important doesn't mean people don't want to know what she's wearing. It's true, it's true. That's what, that's what the punters who come to, um, www.myimmortalrehost.weds.com um, are looking for. As we all know, the American people want good Harry Potter fan fiction. I believe that, that Maya Model delivers. That is what the American people want. The American people want many things. The American people are smart. They are smart. They're generous. They are generous. The they American, get it. Yeah. American people are very good looking. They are. They, the American people can have any girl in the room. Wink. I'm sorry, John Stewart. Please don't sue us. Yes. That was quite a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> it was. But I think it's... I, look, I think that there, there's definitely demographic on the internet that considers this to be the most important work of the decade. No. Wait, was it... Was it, it's, it is this a work This was on fanfiction.net initially this... Um, uh, many years ago, I think. And there were over 10,000 reviews of the story. All of them negative, I believe. All of them? Yeah. That's quite an achievement. Perhaps the funniest thing about it is um, the goth character herself. A lot of it is her, you know, talking about how certain other people are poses, despite the fact that she herself shops at Hot Topic. Around I disagree. I disagree. That being the funniest thing, I still Listens think the funniest thing is, is Dumbledore storming in and you know breaking them, losing their virility by yelling, "What the hell, hell are you doing, doing motherfucker?" No, it's even better when it's like Dumbledore made Draco and I follow him. He kept shouting at us angrily. <laughs> you ludicrous fools! He shouted. Ludicrous spelled the, the way you'd spell the rapper's name. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that's what it was going to be like. As I just imagine this lady thinks that's how you spell that one. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, she, I really hope she's dyslexic. Or, I think that would still be an insult to most dyslexic people. I mean, I, I know several people who are dyslexic, and, you know, they're all quite intelligent, and, and actually they can write quite well when they need to. And they, can gen- they generally can use adjectives and adverbs in the correct context as well. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's really any excuse here. Oh, there's an excuse. Is it, is it fetal alcohol syndrome? No, this lady has a great well of dark, evil sadness within her soul, man, and she had to express it, and this forum is what she's used to create what is, I think, one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. I was deeply touched <laughs> reading this. Non-consensually? Non-consensually. This, this story did molest my mind a little bit, let's be honest. Yeah, I there's a really lot of terrible fanfic out there, but I think this this takes a prize, and that in itself is an achievement. It's just the the, the complexity of its awfulness is okay. staggering. There has been a theory going around that this girl is a troll, like it's not a real person. It's someone who's written this story so badly, it's like almost like a parody. Like there's no one this stupid, but. She has a live journal set up. Like, Which is exactly it. like it's exactly this. like this. Yeah. It's, like, it's been there for like six years, so this is one determined to troll. Yeah, either she's thing. pulling the biggest long con and greatest long con in the history of the internet, or she's on the level. So, in conclusion... My immortal. Is... Arbitrary the, star... An arbitrary uh, gashes down your forearm rating. Rating. Um, the, for the Evanescence song... Uh, two stars out of five. For this fanfic, two and a half. Two and a half. Out of five. You know what? But that's, I... that's like, so bad it's mediocre, Mark. Yeah, I'm gonna go... Wait, no. Oh, wait, you're saying it's so bad it's mediocre. You're not saying it's terrible enough to warrant a, a ma- it's so higher bad rating. it's good. Yeah. Or not even a so bad it's horrible, just a so no, bad it's mediocre. The thing is, there's long periods of this fanfic where to get to the really stupid parts, you have to wade through, like lengthy descriptions of um, what the characters are wearing and stuff like Look, that. I think it, that's... It, it does wear on you a little... Like it, That's an artistic choice. I'm going to call it a feature, not a bug. A feature. A feature, yes. If well, you read I don't know, My Immortal, I... it's for the lengthy descriptions of what the character decides it's... to purchase from Hot Topic that particular week. And every single chapter is just a description of which combination of black skirt, black boots... And, like, black nail polish she's decided to wear or something like that. Look, I think, you know, you've got to understand, this is, this is her, like, wilting clock. This is her, um, this, this is her celebrity prince. It's, it's, it's a style. It's, it's a signature. Oh, uh, her signature is lengthy descriptions of bad fashion. Exactly. You've got to think of it as an artist's notation. I probably deeply insulted several actual artists by saying this. Anyway, no, this story has inspired me. I began work this morning on my gangster version of Harry Potter. I'm looking forward to it. When when can we expect a release? Um, In a few days, I'm still working out the bugs. Um, For the moment, we know that the robes have mostly been replaced with L.A. Lakers jerseys, or maybe the Boston Celtics. That's Slytherin. Yeah. The Boston Celtics are evil. Um, uh, Draco Malfoy has been renamed Player Hater Malfoy. Because, and, you know, in this new reality, uh, Harry Potter is, you know, what's the word? An aggressive, tough-talking bastard who sleeps with whoever he wants, whenever he likes. Um, 
snorts blow off a hooker's back while people are watching. You don't give a fuck. And Draco Malfoy is more like a fun police sort of character. Like, he's a honky retard. <laughs> like, he's inbred and from the South. And he's always giving Harry a hard time. Well, his name's Harry in Harry Potter. In this, he's called uh, Young Heezy. He's always giving... <laughs> Yeah, he's always giving young Heezy a hard time about how he just wants to be how he be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I'm sounding what he's saying. Yeah. And no, yeah, Ron, for... Ron is uh, renamed Arthur the Izzle, and he's he's always, like, jealous of young Heezy. Due to his wigger nature, I presume. No, no. <laughs> you think I'd write a gangster version of Harry Potter and have a black Harry? I don't know, maybe. Sorry, a white Harry? No, he's not a he's not a well, wigger. No, no, not is Harry. It? He's black. No, no, Ron himself is the wigger. He's blacker than a black steer's took us on a moonless prairie night. He's That's pretty black. black. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, Arthur the Izzle's jealous, and eventually, um, a gang war opens up between them as like a sideshow to the the problems between he's having the with, mud with player, and, and, the, and the mud crips. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> that's good. Mud bloods, mud crips. You've just contributed to my abomination of a short story. I'm looking forward to this abomination. I think it'll be an abomination the same way Frankenstein was, in a strangely beautiful way. Yes. It comes off as deep and interesting. Yeah, and um, their rap mentor slash producer, um, Dumbizzledore, um, his role has been decreased a little bit. Mostly, instead of providing useful advice and stuff to them, mostly he provides a weed hookup. And uh, he punctuates any awkward silences or problems they've been having by loudly shouting, Yeah, boys! And then Honestly, the I think that's even, that's even more important than his original contributions in the original series. I mean, why would I want, you know, some life-giving bird or a sword when I, when I could have a weed hookup? Yeah. Well, I think there was an implicit weed hookup with Dumbledore in the original <laughs> This really brings it to the forefront. Yeah. Anyway, I've I've only got, you know, to my version of the first five Harry Potter books so far. Um, the, there's going to be a great, like, gap. No, there's a, there's a great... Uh, well, there will be. Um, six and seven I haven't gotten onto yet, but book five ends with... Um, Dumb Bizzledore protecting Harry from Honky Mort. Um, and he is a lily white bastard, that guy. He is a lily white bastard. It's aft. Honky Mort. And um, Honky Mort's various attempts to use powerful, like, you know, white out spells on um, on on young Heezy. Heezy, <laughs> yes. His name's Honky Mort slash the man. I think I see what you're doing there. I'm honestly, I'm honestly surprised that Dumbledore, or Dumbizzledore, is not the is not the man in this particular version. What, no, he's, he's not the man. Was there a particular man. creative choice you had to make there? Dumbledore's old school. He's old school West Coast, old school East Coast. Okay, I'm gonna say he's East Coast, but he doesn't go for the Celtics. No, he likes the Knicks. Not very good either. No, so he's always a bit downcast. Every time he enters a room, he's like. I mean, the Knicks lost again. It's sad. People are asking, you know, what, what, what else is near? Ouch. Yeah. I went there. I'm going to call Patrick Ewing and tell him you said that. <laughs> Shit, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> uh, have you got any fan fictions in the works, personally? 
nothing, nothing in particular. I was hoping to, I, I was hoping to do my own cover of Lady Gaga in a sort of death metal esque, maybe, maybe a little bit emo. I don't know. Is that a fanfic though? Are you gonna rewrite the lyrics so it's death metal? Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lyrics straight. I think that they fit the death metal genre quite well. Uh, you know, lady, like a particularly bad romance. I feel. You know, can, can, can you just hear the la la ooh la 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 ooh la la? I don't know you any know, of her songs. You I don't know any of her songs. There's one. There's one like about a telephone or something, isn't there? Yes, that's one of her older ones. I, I only think. know that because I read something about it. Was originally they they originally tried to sell it to Britney Spears, but she like rejected it. And so Lady Gaga took Lady, it up. Lady Look, Gaga I admire it. Lady Gaga because she is the biggest troll in in the modern music industry. She's the biggest troll in She there. is. I believe we're forgetting someone called John Mayer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I'll give you that, John Mayer. But look, Lady Gaga is up there. John Mayer brought the phrase, pitching a tent in a lady's vagina, into the lexicon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really, that was him? Yeah, he was talking about Jessica Simpson. I'd love to pitch a tent in her vagina and just camp out there for the weekend. That man deserves a medal. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, a literal tent. He wasn't being... There's no <laughs> metaphorical there language there. Like, maybe it's like a one-man tent, so one of these, you know, giant family-sized ones. Yeah. Maybe he wants to bring some friends. I don't know. No, that's how she rolled, apparently. Jay, Jay Simpson. Jay Izzle. Yep. Sutek's like the pop culture society as well. We're staying on topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are staying so on good. topic. So good. Like, I'm pretty sure we've talked about, like, politics in previous podcasts. I don't think this is out of place at all. Well, we talk about politics on this one. Oh, we did talk about politics in this one. I, I forgot. I don't remember any ones before that, except um, when I talk, I spoke about the um, the slash pick about me and Robert Menzies that I'm writing. Yeah, how can you juggle this? You know, busy writing career of yours. It's hard. It's hard, especially since like in this one, Robert Menzies is being uh, reconceptualized as like the What's the word? The the leader, like he was quite an anti-communist in his day, but he's being re- reconceptualized as like a crusading, angry anti-communist type. You know, trying to bust out on hippies and stuff. Better dead than and, red. Yeah, that and sort I'm, of thing. I'm the the beautiful free spirit, always wearing flowers in my hair and stuff, and a, a nice. Picture. It was two worlds that have always been apart. And yeah. now brought together. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's like a star-crossed lovers thing. He, you know. Menzies loves me. He falls in love with me the first time he sees me. But, but he's conflicted. He's conflicted. Like, his his party doesn't like it. Neither does society too much. It was quite a, a stultified era. Is that, is that the right word? Yeah. I, I put it in there. So let's, let's, go, right let's, go, let's go for it. Let's say yeah. it is. No one's going to contradict us. Who's going to contradict us? Like, a smug bastards, the right Maya mortal? Where they're, where they're I blonde. think it was just one person. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, right. It's one person. One creative mind behind my mind. Sure, okay, surely there has to be some fans. Surely. Like, someone has to think this is the greatest thing on the internet. No. No, really. It's truly unique in that regard. Apparently we're getting some accusations that Harvey and I think it's the greatest thing on the internet. I think think this is a blatant falsehood. Harvey, what would you say is the greatest thing on the internet? Um, I haven't read the second half of My Immortal yet. Um, if there's Quidditch in the second part... Like, goth Quidditch, I could go for that. I think that would be funny. I know, I, I've always felt that my like, favorite thing... someone gets hit by a bludger and they go, 
Finally, I feel something. Something like that. Now you're pretty good, I must admit. I've always thought the best thing on the internet was uh, Morgan Freeman uh, doing a reading of Look at My Horse. Like, look at my is horse. It, is, that, is that a thing? <laughs> I wish it were. I just made it up. Oh. I'm so sorry. You are a bastard. You got my hurt cell. That sounds like the greatest thing. Okay, if that thing did exist, it would be the greatest thing ever, wouldn't it? It would. It would be the greatest Morgan Freeman related moment ever since he said, now shoot this motherfucker in Wanted. Despite the fact the rest of that movie was crap. Look at my horse. My horse is amazing. Just give it a lick. Mm-hmm. It tastes just like raisins. See? Come on. You can picture it. Yeah. With a strum of its mane. Strum? Stroke. Stroke. Stroke of mane. Of its mane. It turns into a plane. And then turns back again when you tug on its winky. Ooh, that's dirty, Morgan Freeman. Do you think so? And I'd better not show you with a lemonade. Like, selling more like Orson yeah, Welles. Yeah, I think you're like you're wavering between your bad Morgan Freeman accent and, and your bad, bad English Orson accent. Wells. My bad Orson Welles. But okay, I'm sorry Ooh, for trolling you there. Huh? You, I'm sorry for trolling you there well, for breaking your heart. I'm going to perfect my Morgan Freeman impression, and once I've done, once I've, I'm finished reciting March of the Penguins, <laughs> I am going to make that that song and like and make can, millions. Who can be the singer? The, the, the singer. girl singer, like the the person who trades off Morgan Freeman. Been in a lot of movies with Clint Eastwood. William, no, Clint William, Eastwood can be Clint Eastwood would be good. William Shatner, I also think, would be a good choice. He needs more material, like William Shatner. He does. I want to send him a letter telling him to do his own cover version of Single Ladies by Beyonce. That would be I think, beautiful. I think he'd tear that shit off. It'd be great. I, I, that'd be a work of art. Yeah. Treasure of our generation. I was thinking more celebrities should do single ladies covers. A lot, you know, fully with Most the dancing. Most people just do the dance. No, I think I think you should sing the dance, the heels, uh, the you know the um, what what leotards. That's what I'm looking for. Unitards. Thanks. Unitards. Okay, unitards. unitards. The whole thing. They wick sweat. The whole shebang. Yes. Yeah, the they're, little, they're special fitness unitards. The little hands. Come on, like there would be a lot of celebrities with that. Would be great. And Clint Eastwood should do that. There's a video of um, Justin Timberlake. Yes, Justin Timberlake did that. But Justin Timberlake's been doing a foray into, like, not serious things for a while now. Yeah. I want to see... Like his second album. Oh! Oh, I see what he did there. I like it. Yeah. I don't know what I said. (laughs) I I shouldn't talk about him like that. He brought... Sexy back. He did bring sexy back. I really appreciate it. We were really missing that. And then he just, you know, brought it right back. Yep. The the nation owes you a a great service. The world owes him a great service. The world owes him a great... They all owe him some great service. They do. Yes. That's sexual. How would you rate Justin Timberlake on, like, the the pantheon of... um... Male pop stars. Oh, the pantheon... I don't know. I think think he, he surpasses the Backstreet Boys... In terms of like trailblazing, that's that's kind of like saying a delicious cheesecake surpasses a shit sandwich in terms of being something you'd like to eat. Look, the Backstreet Boys, you know, they they they, they broke some important ground. I think Justin Timberlake is the new king of pop. He opinion. is the new king of he's pop. Look, I'm just he's saying, great. I love him. He's he's up there. He's yeah. he's probably near the top, near the zenith, the pantheon. He he's he's not quite the Zeus. I'm going to say he's the Poseidon. Who's you know? the Zeus? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I'm really, I don't think I'm qualified. You are. <laughs> Justin Bieber, perhaps? Yes, Justin. Oh, Justin Bieber. No, Justin Bieber's the Hades, I think, of that particular think, trio. 
<laughs> who would be the, who'd be the, the Zeus of the Justins? Of the, of the Justins? Yeah, we've got Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber. It, come on, it can't be a coincidence that these two are so important in the male pop star arena. I'm going to say Justin Timberlake's the Zeus. And the Zeus and the Poseidon? The Zeus and the Poseidon. He's just that good. Yeah, I agree. No idea what <laughs> So that makes it different from any other week, Hal. I'm always on top of this kind of thing. Are you really? Yeah. I'm, I never am. Just I, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't come as a surprise to a lot of people, but I never am. All right. Should we just wrap it up? I think so. First, Finn and I are going to make out. As always, if you if you want to comment on anything you've heard about in the show, or you would like to, uh, I would like to complain about the other travesty that is the show. Uh, you can always send us an email. It's po- podcast at sutech.info. That's podcast at sutech.info. Yes. Or you can talk to us in person about it and receive dismissive, condescending stares. Um, we won't even deign to speak to you. No, we won't. Um, what are the other things you can do? Comment on the forums. Comment on the forums. Definitely at sutech.info. Yep. Or iTunes. I don't know, I'm tired of saying this every week. Yeah, you're also unappreciative. We should have like a canned like announcement of one of us saying this and then... It... Yeah, because honestly, it's not worth our time. No, you're no. all such unappreciative bastards, not sending us any feedback. Indeed. Despite your, your, the unprecedented number of downloads this show has been receiving. Shame on all of you. It's because no one really reviews like shows just to say it's good. It's hard to explain why something's good. It's a lot easier to explain why something's bad. Honestly, I think it's your opinion. boyish good looks. I think they're what carries this show. No pictures of me on the podcast. There's only I think I think the sound of your voice conveys it. Right. I mean, and there's only podcast two when I vividly described um, what features? my face looked like yeah. Yeah, by running my hands down it because I've never looked in a mirror before. Look, I'm just saying you couldn't imagine say Hitler with that voice or Stalin or Pol Pot. It's it's the voice of someone of someone strong yet gentle. All right, you've <laughs> this convinced me. Weird. You've convinced me. I will go to. I will take you to the lower bowl now. You've, Excellent. Thank you've Christ. Done you've done enough. Because come on, this is my several hints throughout the show mm-hmm. haven't you know tipped you off already. Can't be about to resort to that. Well. Flattery will get you everywhere. It will. Anyone who says anything different is a liar. Fool, an imbecile. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Sutek podcast. We hope to uh, we hope see you in person. Yeah. You've been great. Um, I appreciated the loud laughter and applause at many points during this podcast. I agree. It was it was touching. It was. Well, good night. Good night.